Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. It's the Uggs. Jamie? When I wake up from this coma, motherfucker, uh, first thing I'm going to do is punch you in the mouth. And filling in for Paula, producer Doug. You haven't had to wipe somebody's ass who had hair on his ass. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 145. Ugh! Ugh! That's right. Our sweet sister, Paula, is out this week. She is convalescing, you know, with her multitude of health issues. She needed to just take a little bit of a rest, but she should be back next weekend, or next week, I should say, and we'll record and find out how her adventures in sickness have been going. (laughs) Adventures in sickness. That's good. But uh, in the meantime, producer Dub has agreed to sit in to uh, make sure that we always have a show because some of you actually like to hear producer Dub. There's maybe, maybe two. There's three Uh, or four, I'm sure. (laughs) I think so. Anyway, welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 145, as I said. This is two weeks out from the Super Bowl. This is also the week of Snowmageddon. I think they're calling it Blizzard Jonas, I think is the official name of the blizzard hitting the East Coast. And to ensure that producer Dub's daughter is not feeling alone in the coldness, our house has decided to have its heater die. So... Although we've been getting lots of... Sympathetic house problems. Although we've been getting a lot of rain and it hasn't been so cold, yesterday was the last day of rain, and so, of course, it completely dipped down to almost the 30s, and now our house is like a freaking refrigerator. So you're welcome, Natalie, and all of you East Coast listeners. We are in solidarity with you freezing our asses off here in California. So you're welcome. It's a blustery 65 in the downstairs part of our house. That is so damn cold. (laughs) You're going to get so much heat for that. You're going to be like, there's 30 inches of snow outside my door and it's negative something or other. And I don't want to hear you bitching about anything in the 60s right now. Yeah, except that it's indoors. Those people are sitting around a, you know, nice, warm 75, 80 degrees in their homes, whereas we are equal to the temperature outside. You so. know why it happened, right? Yeah, because we're coming into money. Yeah, because you did our taxes our and tax within return. 24 hours. <laughs> I'm beside myself. It's I'm for- I'm absolutely furious. It's like, why can't we have nice things? <laughs> why can't we have nice things for 10 minutes before something has to fucking break? It's I'm I'm over it. So anyway, no heat, hopefully for not for very long. No, I got a guy. We'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, well, it seems to have been working so far. So, you know, our air conditioner breaks in the summer and our heat breaks in the winter. So, I mean, if we had the money, I would re- I would replace that thing in a minute. But, you know, it's the best. So, mm-hmm. you know, apparently it's not the best. I don't I don't know what to do. I wish that I had gotten a little handier. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not very handy around the house kind of thing. I've gotten better with vehicles, however. 
But things that are plugged in, generally speaking, and I don't get along, um, I'm a little afraid of those. So that's when you call in an expert. Yes. Well, I'm from the school of throw money at the problem. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not being handy with electrical or plumbing issues. So onward and upward. Well, oh, and, you know, obviously, I know that people have died in this blizzard now, and I'm very sorry. It's not that cold. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, like 13 people have croaked. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm sure it's because they didn't have heat or they tried to, you know, use some kind of oil-based, you know, canteen or heater in their house and they died in a fire. I'm not really sure, and I'm not trying to be glib about it. I'm just saying that. Of course not. If it's, it's usually old people and children who don't survive these things. So if I was really callous, I'd say thinning of the herd, but someone listening may have lost their aunt or great uncle well, or something. So am I supposed to edit that part out now? No. Or, okay. No. I'm not feeling sympathetic in general. I'm just trying to be human about it. Sure. That someone may have lost somebody. Anyway, so yesterday... Uh, your annual trip to the Sacramento Sportsman Expo occurred, and that was, of course, when the heater broke, when you left, which is pretty much how that goes. Yep. And, uh, you know, it always, it's funny when things like this happen and you're not around. I always think, you know, I wonder how long I would survive in the little house on the prairie days when you would leave for days to go try to make money for the family so that we don't starve in winter. And then something right. like, oh, I don't know, the fireplace falls off the house or... You know, the cow dies or something of that nature, and you would come back. It's like, I've been gone for two days. What the hell? <laughs> you know, that's pretty much our life. And so, yeah. unfortunately, the circumstances aren't that dire. But if they were back in the little house in the prairie days, you'd be Charles and you'd be coming home going, What? I had to cut off my leg. I'm sorry. I didn't know what else to do. The children have died. You know, I mean, that's pretty much how it would be for us. And it's like, every day it's something. So you actually ran off to the Sportsman Expo with your brother and some friends, and you guys do this every year. And I can always tell when the booze kicks in, because that's when I start getting text messages from you. So did you, was there anything, well, first of all, what is it? I mean, I- Sure. What what is the Sportsman Expo in a, in five sentences? It's it's a gun show without the guns, right? I mean, it's it's all guys, uh, well, mostly guys, and it's all hunting and fishing. And you know, we've gone several years now, so it's it's pretty much you know we even know where certain booths are because they're always in the same spot, and you know they have uh, demonstrations and what's the latest equipment and. And our favorite part is is the boats, you know, the $40,000 boats that we want that we'll never be able to afford, you know, and just kind of cruise. And it's, it's, it's window shopping for us for the most part, with, with one exception. Because the beer has gotten worse and more expensive at the actual show, the last couple of years we've taken to what is the equivalent of a Sportsman's Expo tailgating or pre-gaming. Right. Uh, last year we actually drank, we all brought stuff for Bloody Marys and we actually drank Bloody Marys in the parking lot. Right. Before we went in, and this year we went uh, we went high class and decided to go to the uh, BJ's uh, Brew Pub across the street from uh, the expo and had uh, two or three pitchers before we even went in. So that was fun. That's fun. Yeah, but the, you know, so it, this year would seem to be a little bit busier than most, but uh, it really we just kind of looked around at the boats, like I said, and. Oh, you know, there's a lot of uh, travel exhibits, too. So all these exotic places you can go guided fishing, you know, like New Zealand or where you have to fly into Alaska and stuff like that. Uh, But this year we were on the hunt in particular for two things. One, decent beer, which we never found, by the way. Right. Coors Light has basically taken over and they charge you you 12 bucks for a 16-ounce 
Coors Light. That's like two. Isn't that like two? Be, two one Not and a half beers. Not it. Yeah, it's like so, one and a, one and a quarter beers for for twelve dollars. So you could go to AMP and Mini Mart and get a six pack of Coors Light for five dollars or six dollars. I walked up to this one guy. He was working a booth, mm-hmm. and he had a bottle of craft beer in his hand. You're like, where did you get that? Exactly. We went up and asked him, where did you get that? And he just smiled. He goes, we brought it in. Oh. <laughs> so they had brought because as a vendor, you you bring all your stuff in if you just so happen to. And, and, he go, and then he goes, you're like the 30th person to ask me that question I today. Think I, got a, I have a theory as to why they try to gouge you with buffalo pee at these events. <laughs> they don't want a bunch of drunk guys wandering around hunting equipment. It's not safe. You guys get you get 10 of you and you may not be, you know, married old guys like you guys and, you know, a bunch of 20 somethings with nothing to lose are going to raid the bow hunting section, start shooting at each other with these freaking arrows. And what do you got? Two or three guys running the booth that probably just work four hour shifts at whatever, you know, barn store they work at. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not safe. So maybe. Pre-gaming is definitely the way to go. And, you know, if the aversion to Coors Light, which isn't going to get you drunk until you hit, like, uh, let's see, 12 times 6 is what? (laughs) 80-something ounces of Coors Light will give you a good buzz, maybe, depending on how big of a dude you are. Then they're pretty safe that they don't need to have bouncers at the door. That's my assumption. But then, of course, I'm thinking like a girl and like a marketing person. You know, the marketing people are like, this is such a liability. We cannot give these people alcohol. Because, I mean, what, what, what are the girls there? The designated drivers or the lesbian sheiks? Yeah. Was I mean, little, come on. It was mostly the, the lesbian sheik or – and actually, you know what's weird is that – and for whatever reason, this show has always been this way – Usually when there's a show that attracts a lot of guys, maybe like a car show or something, you think that somebody would be smart enough to stack their booze with hot chicks or something like that so guys will come over, you know? And it just, it, it's not, it's just, they just must boycott this event because it's mostly women who clearly do hunting or fishing on their own. Uh, lots of camouflage. Um, I think I did. Yeah, that must have been when you figured that we were drinking a little bit too much when I texted you a picture of camouflage yoga pants. Yeah, those actually, it, they first of all, they, they were poorly made, number yes. one. Number two, they look like a onesie, and they were truly, truly heinous. They and were. I And I'm like, what? And I said, do you want me to get yoga pants that are camouflage? You're like, well, I'm, I wouldn't hate it. I'm like, okay, Mr. Drunkie, move on. This is, this is the same booth that had all the T-shirts with wording on it. And Brad and I were about five seconds away from buying Khan. And his name is Khan Terramoto. Mm-hmm. So he is not Hispanic. And no. we were going to buy him a shirt that said uh, something like, it's not my fault I was lucky enough to be Mexican or something like that. And we were going to buy him that T-shirt. Why didn't you but... buy me that T-shirt? Uh, I don't know. I would have worn it. want the yoga camouflage pants. Okay, yeah, but. probably would have matched. Actually. Celebrating. Wait, was it a camo shirt? No. Okay. It was, cause... It was black. Oh, see? Now, why didn't you? That, <laughs> I probably would have said yes. I will wear that around the house. The one shirt that we did see was actually some guy was wearing it. And, and we were brave enough to go ask him where he got it. But. We Brad, my brother, really wanted to get it. It had it had two boxes on it. It was kind of, and it had those people kind of like you see on a bathroom, like men's and women's. You know, mm-hmm. just the really kind of they use them at the Olympics too. Those kind of fonts and stuff. And so on one side, uh, one box it had a man and a woman clearly talking, and on the other side it had a man fishing. And underneath each box it said problem 
and then solved. Mm-hmm. And so we thought it was a really funny shirt. And we're like, did you get that here? He's like, I got it here last year. The booth is over here. Anyway, so Brad was like, I'm getting it. And we're like, dude, <laughs> you're uber, super mega married like me. Yeah. When are you going to wear that? He goes, I'm not an idiot. I'm going to wear it. And then I'm going to put a sweatshirt over it. And then we're going to go fishing. And then I'll take the sweatshirt off. And I can wear it fishing. I would, I need to hide that shirt. I would need to hide that shirt somewhere where she would never find it. Yeah. So that would be a poor choice. Yeah. We, we talked him out of it, actually. You didn't talk him out of shit. He was just talking shit. Yeah. I'm I'm going to get this. So (laughs) the other other thing we did, we literally toured the whole place looking for decent beer. And that never happened. So you guys waste, you guys wasted a lot of time looking for alcohol we did (laughs) we did i mean it was nice because we were able to see what we were going to want to come back to Mm -hmm. but a lot of walking was done with for three reasons one finding a decent beer which never happened two finding a bathroom because we had been drinking so much beer collectively right and you know this is that one show where there's a line in the guy's room ew gross because you know there's no women there. So Aren't there just guys. troughs in there? Can't you guys just kind of go butt to butt and just no, no. shimmy in and pee? Urinals and stuff like that. So. Can't, can't, then, can't more than one guy pee in a urinal at the same time? No. No. So you and your your friends would not surround a urinal and pee, no. but in porn you guys will surround a chick with one mouth no. and do it? No. But you guys won't pee, to get, God forbid. No, you don't use the same urinal. What? Are you guys' penises just so large they might actually touch? Well, Is that yes. the concern? Yes, if you Good must Good Lord. Have. All right. <laughs> and then the third thing was we were on the hunt for the best beef jerky. You're real like... close to saying cunt. I'm just telling you. <laughs> no, You're real close. No. You've said hunt three times. <laughs> Did you find so, any beef jerky? Because you didn't bring any home. No, there was plenty. But you know what? It, we just went with the, you know, nothing was quite spicy enough and and then also it was insanely expensive which is the other thing we found about this show is that they've stopped giving deals right there's no deals on anything no they're just showcasing you the stuff they have at their store yeah so you know you take the take their samples and their business card and move on i would really love it if there was something like this for girls because (laughs) if they were selling you know mimosas and you know cosmos and then it was just an expo full of real legitimate brands of things i know that's called malls but (laughs) it would be nice to have them all in one place it would be super cool just to walk around and browse although really what they should do there should be a visa and mastercard department where you can automatically qualify for like a 300 hundred dollar credit card so you can go shopping when you walk in the door has anybody thought of doing that i mean what why not i i would be like it would be the first booth when you walk in the door it's like trust me you'll be back Along those lines, the other thing that this show does is they cash only the beer, which is probably their other method. You know, shitty beer, cash only. That's how we keep people from getting drunk. Yeah, see, I'm telling you, there's a method to their madness. You're, They're not that's stupid. A really, that, you know what? That's a really great point. All right. You'll be happy to know I, 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 I bought nothing. So I know you didn't, didn't. Didn't buy a truck like I really wanted to. Didn't buy a boat or how many people do you know so. buy their trucks at a sportsman's expo? Yeah, not the trucks, but the boats. They sold some boats for sure. So well, this isn't the fair where you buy your spa. This right. is a place where you book <laughs> your Alaskan trip or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, okay, I've I've grown tired of the boy. I I figured as I'm much. I'm done. Oh my God. If you're anything like the Uggs, you must love shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that. 
especially if you do what Jamie and Paula did and sign up for an Amazon Prime membership. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. Money can't buy happiness, but it can buy me a boat. It can buy me a truck to pull it. It can buy me a Yeti 110 ice down with some silver bullets. Yeah, and I know what they say. Money can't buy everything. Well, maybe so. But it can buy me a boat. Let's say <laughs> really quick. Let's get girly for a second. Because this show doesn't have enough of that. Mariah Carey got engaged over the Christmas break, I believe, the holiday weekend. Maybe is that three or four for New her? Year's Eve. I think this is three. Now, I got to give it to Mariah. She actually lives the life that a lot of people would love to live, and maybe including me a little bit, although she's she's got one really good talent, maybe two, when you consider the level of man that she's bagging. These mm. guys are multi-millionaires. This guy's a billionaire. Now, the one in between where she, quote, unquote, married for love so she could get her children. What's that guy's name? Paula loves Nick Cannon. Him. Nick Cannon. She loves Nick Cannon. That one, I think, was kind of for love where she's like, yeah, I guess I can marry you. I mean, you're not rich or anything, but, you know, you're good looking and you're young and, you know, we'll have our kids. And it wasn't wasn't a, a peasant either. The guy before, I mean, he was a celebrity. So he lived off of her money, please. And the guy before Tom and Matola, mm-hmm. obviously ridiculously wealthy. So now she's she's landed another big whale and she's Literally. got a 35 carat diamond ring. Jesus. Has anybody seen it? Seven point five million dollars. That's it. I know. That's what I thought, too. I thought it would be more than that. But I think the total weight is 35 mil. And I think, you know, if size is all that matters to you, you know, we've had this discussion at jewelers stores that size mm-hmm. size you either like like it big or you like it super flawless. Now, I personally chose a more flawless diamond, even though I would love to have gone bigger, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I was thinking about it when I was reading about the fact that she is once again engaged to a billionaire. Like I said, she must have two talents. She's got the one that makes her money and then some other great talent that gets her mm-hmm. these amazing men. But she lives a great life. She's good at one thing, and she makes a lot of money at it, and she gets to have people do everything for her. She loves her, I assume, she loves her kids, but they have nannies. She can drink champagne whenever she wants. (laughs) And, you know, is really ridiculously wealthy. And so the things that stress out most of us, you know, when her heater goes out, she just buys a new penthouse. (laughs) She just needs a house. She just goes to another house. I mean, that's her life. Now, I realize it sounds lazy, but she's worked really hard to get to that level. And I'm thinking, damn. She just wanted to maintain the lifestyle that she has, right? And the only way to do that when you've been rich for that long is to make sure that you bag yourself somebody who can support that lifestyle. And she did. I mean, forget that the guy looks like, who's that giant guy that he was in like Cannonball Run and he was in uh, Happy Gilmore. He was like the guy that had the nail in his head in Happy Gilmore, that actor. Literally all movies I don't even think about. Uh, you would, I'd have to look him up, but you'd, you'd know his face as soon as you saw him. Uh-huh. He's just like literally this big, probably Is played he a, ugly? A, a, yeah, just played this monster in every film. <laughs> that's that's what this like guy that? looks like. He's yes. ugly? Well, you know what? Well, I don't know about ugly. He's just got this really wide, like, 
freakish face. You know what, though? That means he's had a lot of time to make money instead of focusing on the ladies. And at the end of the day, I mean, look at Bill Gates. You think Bill Gates is a freaking catch physically? I mean, look at him, you know? But these guys are wealthier than wealth, and now she's she's going to be living it up. I think it's awesome. I mean, whatever. But, I mean, I love – what kind of love? Who knows? I yeah, married, I don't know. I'm married for love, so I live in a house with a broken heater. What are you going to do? <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. Fucking cold. All the time cold. But because I married for love, (laughs) you and I were talking the other day at one of our strange discussions in the car. Now, you know how morbid I am. No. And I frequently discuss uh, what your life will be like when I die because I'm going to die young, as I've decided. Luckily, I won't be dying from breast cancer this year because I got my mammogram results back yesterday or the day before. And luckily, and you know what I hated about it? First of all, the doctor waited a week to call me and I got the thing done on Monday and you got your test results on Wednesday because you had some blood work done Mm -hmm. and he waited till Friday to call me. I was, I was getting nervous. Like he was getting, yes, because I was getting, I feel like it took longer than that last time. No. Oh God, no. No, you're talking about the the blood work I had last year no. where it took longer to get to because they lost them. But anyway, because that elephant of a woman misplaced oh. my file. But no, <laughs> um, they the, the imaging center is next door to his office. They freaking walk him over. They walk the results over to the office. He had those things probably the next day. And because he's so busy, he makes certain days to call. And he called on a Friday afternoon when I was at the salon. And I thought, well... If this is where I'm going to find out that I have a tumor, I guess this is where it's going to be. So I picked up the phone in mid mid blowout and he told me that everything looked fine, but he took his time telling me that things were fine. And I'm like, "What is it with you and wanting to make me sweat it out a little bit?" But luckily, no. I have healthy breasts, beautiful breasts. I told you that. Wonderful, exquisite breasts. And so I won't have to worry about that. However, we have discussed that You know, because I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, I knew that the heater was going to break. I knew it the second. I knew it. And so I always wait for the proverbial shoe to drop on my my life, health-wise, because it's I'm literally the healthiest person I know. So I know this can't be forever. Something bad's going to happen eventually. So the only thing that would be worse than dying young and having to have you arrange my cremation is if I become feeble and lose my health as we grow old together, which I hope happens, honestly. I would rather, sure. you know, be old with you than be dead at 50 or something. That would be nice if you could make that happen. I would like to do a little game. I, I gave you this. I hope you've been thinking. I gave you some time. It's so I really hope you, hard. I hope you've been thinking. Well, you just have to go with your gut on this. You have to think about the things, you know, whatever. Well, let me explain the game. Okay. The game is what I won't do for you in the name of love. But what would I do for you Mm. in the name of love? So you have to have a response to that. Well, kind of. I mean, it's like, I won't do this, but I will do this kind of thing. Is there a prize at the end of this? You're going to get through this. (laughs) That's your prize. So we're going to do this for just a few minutes until it gets boring. Um, Okay, but I will start since, you know, maybe that will get your creative juices flowing. Hello. But I hope you have at least something. Um, in the in the can. Anyway, um, so what I won't do for you in the name of love. And these have come up periodically when I have random thoughts. And so that's why I started jotting them down and suggested that you think of some as well. I feel like you're going to be disappointed, but go ahead. I, I won't have sex in paint on a canvas 
to show what our lovemaking looks like in paint. You're drawing a line on something like that already? Yes, because I think that's disgusting. And I can only think of paint in my vagina or my asshole, and that alone is a turnoff. I can't do it. It's disgusting. And I don't want to see how big my ass is in red paint. What if we went – well, I guess you can't. I was going to say, what if we went with, you know – Underwear, but I, that no, know. I'm telling you now, this is what I won't do for you in the Got name it. of love. So don't ask. No paint sex. Got it. None. <laughs> but I would take a bullet for you. So <laughs> they're not even related. It doesn't matter. That's how bad I don't want to have sex in paint. <laughs> I thought it had to be something that was like you know at least relatively you know close. To me, that is. <laughs> Okay. Do you have anything? Is there anything well, you won't one... do for me in the name of love? Yeah. I, Say it. I'm not going to pee on you, right? So. Thank I, God. Uh, yeah, that's, or no, no, no defecation or anything of, of those kind of kinky, over the top sexual things. I, I know that's sex related and yours was sex related too. No, but it's fine. I'm just not, I'm not going to go that route. My, yeah, that was my second one is that I will not defecate. Oh, did I take yours? No. No, no. I, I had a feeling, you know, we're we've been we've been married and together for a really long time. You kind of know things we've talked about. <laughs> right. I too will not poo on you. We are on the same page in that uh, regard. What would you do though? Um, I would clean up after you if if you were in a situation where you had no control of your bowels. See, I tried to make mine related. You would change my diaper if I couldn't. I would. You would not. Okay, I'm getting ready to gag. <laughs> you would not. I would not allow it. I don't care how senile I am. That will never, ever happen. I feel like we've talked about that before. Like, you, like I would do it, but you wouldn't let me do it. You said that, Mr. Alzheimer's, that you would let me change your diaper <laughs> no, because I, I said not. I would absolutely you do it. You need to hire a, a nurse or something. Listen, though, but understand that I've been changing poopy diapers my whole life. I realize it's that you've... not the same. Listen, I realize you've changed your share of poopy diapers, but not nearly as many as me. I have seen it all. I have No, no, you haven't. You haven't had to wipe somebody's ass who had hair on his ass. Well, that's true. <laughs> but you'll be so thin and feeble by then, it'll feel not that big of a deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you for giving me that pleasure of changing your diaper when you're senile and dementia riddled. No, I said you can't. You don't get to say. You don't get to decide. I also told you that you won't remember me when you, if you have Alzheimer's, you will not remember me, and you're insistent that you will. There's some denial there, but I <laughs> Makes will. Makes me laugh. Okay. Uh, what I won't do for you in the name of love, and I am dead fucking serious. <laughs> okay. I will not get a pedicure for you. Oh. <laughs> in public. In, like, in a public place. I absolutely take care of my tootsies. In the privacy of Those my own things bathroom. Blow your ankle that you won't say the f word you won't say. In the privacy of my own bathroom, I have all the necessary products and tools to make sure <laughs> that I don't look like some kind of animal. They're adorable. I wear open-toed sandals just like every other girl, but I will not go somewhere in public and let someone mess with my no, absolutely not. I don't care if you beg me, I won't do it. I would leave you. I will leave you if, if you if, if you tried to force me to I do that. If I make you get a pedicure in public, if you did, you'll leave me. yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. And what I would do for you? Okay. Oh God, because I only wow. had I only had two. I only had two things I would do for you for love. Oh God, thanks. <laughs> I would, in that vein. Uh, oh God, 
I, you know what? I would I wouldn't want to, but I would do it if you went and got a pedicure. I would go with you, but I'd probably sit in the lobby. I couldn't be with you. This is how, like, just how <laughs> much difficulty you have with the uh, feet word. I can't do because, it <laughs> because it. you're setting this up. You're staging this conversation as though it's the worst. That like we just talked about shitting on each other, <laughs> and this is you're setting this up like it's worse than that. It. Well, it kind of is. <laughs> it kind of is. I can't even. I literally can't even. So, okay, do you have... I have two more, so go. Wow. There's a lot of things that I won't do for you. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Well, you know, that's what made this difficult. When you said you were thinking about playing this game, what made it difficult for me is that I feel like there's, you know, I, I really would do just about anything, specifically if you asked or, or anything like that. Well, I can tell you this. And I don't know if this is because we've just been married for so long and you've rubbed off on me in this way. Um, I won't be, but it, but your your foot conversation did make me think of this. I will not wear Crocs in public. Oh my God. I would never in a mil, I would have to be insane to make you do that. <laughs> it would be a punishment. I'd say, you know what? I've had enough of you. Put these on. I, first of all, we'd have to go find them because we don't own anything. And although... You know what? We would have to go through our ugly mall link to Amazon, and I would find you the ugliest Crocs I could find, like camo Crocs or something, and make you wear them around town. That's what I would do. I'd like parade you through town in the Crocs. And you're saying you wouldn't do it? No, I would not wear Crocs in public for you. Okay. What would you do? I would give you. (laughs) What? You'd give me Crocs? Hold on, hold on, hold on. That in the privacy of your own home thing that you just talked about, yeah, I would do that for you. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> you would give me a pedicure? How loving is that? That's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I know there are people out there going, what? My man does that all the time. I'd be like, well, good for you, honey. It's like that scene not in happening Big Bang here. Theory. That no, really... oh, stop talking. <laughs> when just stop talking right he's now. Tall, Leonard is talking about... How, you know, he's retelling the whole story of how he and sh- how, why he should have never been Sheldon's roommate. Yes. And all the meanwhile, he's like, do you want me to finish your man feet or not? And he's giving her a full pedicure right on the couch. I know. I know. I'm aware. All right. Now, I know this is going to seem strange. Stranger than what we've just talked about. Along the lines of what we were talking about, you know, severe illness. Right. Um, you know, God forbid one of us were to ha- be diagnosed with cancer or something of that level. Cancer. This is not against anyone who does it. This is only me. This is on me, everyone. I just want you to know this is me and Daryl only. I would never put this on anyone else. However... Honey, Mm. if you ever were diagnosed with a disease that caused you to lose your hair, I would not be one of those people that shaved my head in solidarity. I couldn't do it. You wouldn't do that for love. I would not. Mm -hmm. I I, I love you. I would kill for for you, and I would die for you, but I will not shave my head. You would take a bullet I'll take a bullet for you, but I will not (laughs) shave my hair. And it has nothing to do with anything other than... I'm vain as fuck, and I don't want to lose my hair unless I'm ill. That I'll do, but but then I would wear a wig, so. Yeah. So, no, I won't. So, you know, when, when we have to do the big, you know, fundraising to cover all of your bills, I will not be part of the great shave-off, whatever they do. <laughs> okay. I well, would, would, though. You? Okay. I would, for the name of love, shave all my pubic hair for you if you were sick. 
<laughs> That's your show, Solidarity? Yes. By, by going, what is that, Brazilian or is that more than Brazilian? That's Brazilian. I'd go Brazilian from the neck down forever. This conversation just got different. <laughs> I'm just telling you, there's always a yin for the yen, right? And well, that's... kind of. I mean, except for your first one. You would like that better <laughs> anyway, honestly. You'd, be, you'd much more prefer it. You'd I be do. like, you know what? That's fine. I can accept that. All the children can shave their heads to a cue ball, but your wife will not. But trust me, she will be shaved. So there you have it. Huh. And I, w- I won't go on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, that one. Well, that one I knew. What would yeah. you do on the travel front, though? Like, I know you wouldn't do a cruise, but <sighs> well, I mean, is there I mean, something you you would do that would be kind of hard? Or you know, I'm not. I'm I'm really. You know, as I know that Germany is beautiful, and I really think it's important to remember our past. But I really, you know, you'd have to pretty much drag me to a concentration camp. You know what I mean? Like, you'd have to take, like, it, it would be like, you have to see so, it and do this. So what you would do for love is I would travel and tour a concentration camp for you, but I would not, I would not go on a cruise. Especially like a Disney <laughs> cruise or something. No. Wow. No, I would not. Absolutely not. My goodness. Well, I will quote one of your, um, your dad's ex-wives when she said that cruises are for the newlywed, overfed, and almost dead. And I stand by that statement. I, that, that was the day that I fell in love with, your, with my ex-mother-in-law. <laughs> anyway, so yes, those are the things that I won't do for you. I mean, there are many, many others, but those are definitely... Many things that you won't do? Yes, but those are the, those are the top ones. Okay. Because I am superficial. I see. And, uh, you know, there are limits to what I will do. Actually, but I mean, you know, obviously push comes to shove. I still won't shave my head for you, but I would do all those other things. Oh, well, no pedicures in public. But other than that, I wouldn't. (laughs) And trust me when I say you will never, ever give me a pedicure. Like I'll cut your hands off before I allow that. (laughs) I would have to be in a coma. And if I was in a coma, I would be brain alive, and I could hear and sense, and I'd be like, when I wake up from this coma, motherfucker, Your ass is dead. Uh, first thing I'm going to do is punch you in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. The ugly truth. If you've been listening to The Ugly Truth for a while now, you know that Jamie and Paula never leave the house without a little freshening up. And that is why we're introducing the Lip and Clip Tip of the Week, brought to you by Avon. Here's Paula. Hi, Hugs. It's Paula here. I wanted to let you in on a little beauty secret that I have been using for several years now. I have Avon's Beyond Color Lip Conditioner, and like I said, I have been using it for several years as a core staple in my beauty arsenal. It moisturizes my lips, softens the feathering lines that can cause lipstick to bleed, and it also gives my lip a more natural pigment so I can leave the house actually without looking like an albino. You should definitely purchase Beyond Color Lip Conditioner through our Avon website. Trust me, your lips will thank you. To get this and any product from our Avon store, just visit UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And click on the Ugly Mall. Or you can go straight to it by UglyTruth.com slash shop. Thanks for supporting the show. Let's get back to the ugly truth.
All right. Well, speaking of the ugly, I think we should transition into the solo ugly and awkward moment of the week. This is the segment in which I always miss Paula because, you know, hers in her mind, sometimes they're really epic. But then she always pulls off a really epic one at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, But this one is, I don't know, this is just typical. Well, this is typical me, typical ugly. Um, Our precious love child is a cheerleader and she does competitive cheerleading. You and I and she were on our way back from a competition. And as usual, she's hungry. It's the first question out of her mouth. What's for dinner? Can we eat? Can I'm I hungry. She's texting you while she's doing warm-ups. Hey, what are we getting to eat after this? What are we having for dinner tonight? It's 3.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> right. Well, I was just wondering. And you wonder why I have anxiety about dinner, why I start bugging you at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What, what do you want for dinner? Because you and she are like, well, there has to be dinner, right? I mean, th- we're not those people. We, we eat dinner. It's funny, too. We will, like... I could have just eaten. Like, it could be 2.30 and I had lunch 10 minutes ago. And I'd right. be like, uh, what are we having for dinner? Like, What's not for even dinner? Hungry. What yeah. are you sniffing around going, like, what do you want me to do? I don't know. Nothing's even thawed yet. For God's sake. <laughs> so, anyway, we're on our way back from a competition. And we pull into her very favorite fast food restaurant, Jack in the Box, to the drive-thru. And, you know, we were already ir- irritated because some little shithead had cut us off and, you know, flown no, in front it, of yeah. us in the drive through So we were already kind of hyper yes. because I have no no tolerance whatsoever. It's like that thing you posted the other day mm-hmm. <laughs> of all the, like, what it sounds like in your car when you're driving. That does. You know how many times I apologize to friends of my, my children? I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Fuck you, asshole. Do you know how to drive? I mean, it's constantly. I did. I did constant. not to get you off track of your awkward moment, but I did think that there were three words missing from that series of things that are said in the car. What? Prius, minivan, and Subaru. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the problems with the Subarus like you do. Mine are minivans, and even a Prius, not so much. But the elderly drivers who think they can still drive, like I had this one dude on my ass on my way to my hairstylist the other day, and it was raining hard. And I'm like, dude, you're gonna hit, you're gonna hit me. Like he's gonna hit me. And I'm like, you're in a Kia. Slow down. God, it's like you're not even in anything that you would even care to lose. Stop it. All right, back to your moment. We order her chicken strips. Mm-hmm. and Number we, 12 with curly fries. That's sad. Pull up to the window. <laughs> and you know that, that that reflects poorly on us as her parents, by the way, that you know the combo of whatever meal that she likes. We actually don't get it that often, but it's always the same. It's been the same f- as long as I can remember. Yes. So we pull up to the drive-thru and, you know, you pay the, pay the young man and <laughs> we're sitting there waiting and you go... He can't stop staring at you. And I said, what? Me? Why? And you're like, no, our daughter. Because <laughs> the guy's like 17. <laughs> and I went, oh, you mean the incredibly beautiful young lady in the back seat? He wasn't looking at. the cheerleader outfit with makeup and the whole thing. <laughs> he wasn't looking at the tired old lady in the front seat? What do you mean? <laughs> it was really funny. What was funny is that I was, I mean, genuinely confidently sure that he was looking at me when you said that and i was and malia was like whatever and i'm like oh, malia. Well. and i go what's his name what was his name marvin lucas was, luca luke no i Sam? don't remember it was not any of those things it was a biblical name it was samuel 
Oh, that's it. Samuel. Right. And then Samuel. we pulled away. And after you got over the embarrassment of thinking 17-year-old drive-in worker <laughs> uh, Samuel was not checking you out, but was in fact checking out the girl that was all dolled up and his age right. sitting behind <laughs> me in the car. Right. Once we pulled away, you were like, oh, oh, honey, you can't, you can't date him. He's got a biblical name. There's problems there. He's probably a Christian. You can't oh, date him. You're like, oh, that's the thing that's bad is that yeah, he's a Christian, not that he works at Jack in the Box. I'm like, he's a young man. He's he's paying for, you know, he's paying his way. He's probably saving up for Bible uh, school or something. So no. Every time that guy came to the window, he looked behind me, which is where Malia was sitting. You were on your phone, so you weren't paying attention. So when I immediately said that guy continues to check you out, you're like, oh, me? What oh, God. I, I, oh, so no, funny. actually, it wasn't even, I didn't even question that it was me. I go, why? <laughs> oh, that's right. You didn't. I'm like, didn't. why was he looking at me? Yeah, like, what? Well, you just assumed. <laughs> I always assume, I suppose. But anyway, that's my ugly and awkward moment of the week. Sad. Something I would not do for you is set you up with an 18-year-old jack-in-the-box worker. You would do that? I would not. Oh, you would not? No. Yeah, we've had the, dis- the sex discussion as far as what we would or would not do. And finally, it just came down to it's like, would you watch me fuck another guy? Nope. No. Okay, well, then I guess threesomes are out. Awesome. <laughs> That's the end of it. No more. No more discussions about foolishness. Yeah, but the, what about the girl thing, though? Uh, no. Yeah, because it's not. Uh, no. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gay, and I have no desire to do it. I mean, none. Literally none. So, in fact, you even asked me if I ever had to, I would have to be with a woman that looked like a boy. You did. I, I was like, well, if you were to be with a woman, what kind of woman would it be? And she goes, oh, she'd have to be butch. Totally. <laughs> totally butch. Yeah. And, I, and, and you're like, you're like, are you disappointed? <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't fit your, I'm sure it doesn't fit your file. And, no. Sorry. That's all right. Reality is reality. <laughs> well, that's why things are in the file and they don't actually ever happen so that's why they're fantasies Mm -hmm. so uh to wrap up now let's see super bowl is coming Mm -hmm. and uh you work for iHeartRadio, and i don't know how much how much is your specific cluster of stations involved in the super bowl festivities that begin on monday the super bowl itself is a big cbs thing right oh okay so you guys are gonna get the little crumbs well not really because the other part of that at least in our case well for those of you who don't know i work in san francisco and so i'm not necessarily looking forward to the next three or four weeks because two weeks two weeks no, no it's four weeks because the setup the two weeks of the Super Bowl city being open, and then the week after when they tear everything down. Because oh, although right, the game right. itself is in Santa Clara, which is where the 49ers play, all the Super Bowl activities, the NFL experience, the Super Bowl city, all that is in the heart of San Francisco. And so much of it is shut down. So it's going to be gridlock for days. Anyway, so back to your question about mm-hmm. our cluster. We our, our stations don't have direct involvement. However... We are doing, uh, our biggest partner is Pepsi. So we're doing all the promotions for the Super Bowl for Pepsi. Right. So we're giving away tickets to be on the field for the Pepsi halftime show. And we're giving away tickets to the game. And but you're not part of the, any of the, like... Honestly, the, the most important number to me right now is 25, which I believe is the number of days before pitchers and catchers report for <laughs> spring training. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll get into the hype. And I think especially, I may hate the Super Bowl more than ever this year, just simply because of what I think I'm going to be facing because of my commute. But yes. other than that other than that I'm, well, I'm ready for baseball so the only other drawback is twofold one we are going to a wedding yes a super bowl weekend i suppose because the festivities for many start on friday yep. depending on you know if your team is involved or not 
So we will be gone until Saturday afternoon. And then Super Bowl Sunday, our precious love child has a cheer competition in the morning. Who does that? I don't know. And, and you know, it's funny because they say, well, we can't understand why the teams aren't filling up and registering for this competition. I'm like, really? It's, it's practically a national holiday. Why would you schedule something like that? No, what should be a holiday is the Monday after the Super Bowl. That's the holiday that, that we should all have. They need to line it up with some historical figure and say, hey, this is John Adams Jr.'s dog's day. And therefore, it is a federal holiday (laughs) and we're observing it. We just call it National Hangover Day and make it a day off. Even if it's not, even if you're not hungover, does anybody want to go the day after the Super Bowl to work? No, no one does. I mean, not only is it a Monday, which sucks anyway, most people, even if it was in their own home by themselves, you know, pour a glass of wine or something. I mean, no one wants to do that ridiculous so anyway i'm a big fan of going to the four-day work week anyway i would i would much rather do like i always thought it was cool my dad was a police officer he worked four tens mm-hmm. and i feel like i work 10 plus anyway so yeah so, so make my 40 hours in four days and give me an extra i'm good well you could definitely get some more chores done around here if oh, you had Jesus. a three-day weekend every you year. know what the heater every probably week. wouldn't be broken <laughs> <sighs> I don't even want to go down there. I think it's funny how we kind of treat it like a computer. Like we figure if we just reboot the thing, just unplug it and plug it back in again, like it's going to help. Well, listen, I knew it was broken the second I, yeah, the second I it well, was broken. Well, you're also hypersensitive to it, you know, and, and rightly so. I mean, we've suffered much worse than this. But uh, oh, that said, we were somewhat prepared because we have portable heaters ready to go from our previous experience. So. Yeah, we here in Elks now, we find heaters to be a little (laughs) bit expansive, so we just have our oil lamps and our heaters to keep us warm. Start burning our trash in the backyard. I'm taking Bessie, the the horse and carriage, out to the next town to get some help. It's uh, it's frustrating. And, you know, it always happens on a weekend in the evening so that, you know, we all have to be cold and whatever. So (laughs) it just drives me crazy. I just cannot. We could be the richest people in the land, and we would never have a functioning heater and air conditioning. I'm not kidding. I mean, it's like our lot in life of all things. You know how everybody has a thing? You know, someone could be like, you know, once again, flat tire, again, Again. brand new car. Mm -hmm. You know, there's those people, and then there's the people who, you know, a roof leak, again. Mm -hmm. What the hell? We just spent $10,000 on a roof, and here's the seam. Fuck, you know, and ours is a- ours is HVAC apparently. <laughs> we need to find a place where it's not too hot and not too cold, and you just the need for any kind of heating or cooling is just minimal. I think, um, like, well, you know, San Diego's really nice. That mm-hmm. place is never cold or hot. It's like the same. It's Space like a greenhouse. Seventy-seven all the time. Oh well, what, I don't know what to say about that, but let's wrap this show. Are you going to wrap it? I don't want to take Paula's place. All right. So well, I guess that's it. A little bit of a shortened version because uh, I don't have my trusty sister with me this week. But thank you, Producer Dub, for sitting in and listening to me get girly and hysterical about things that aren't really important in life. Because at the end of the day, it's just a podcast. It's just a movie. Well, thanks for letting me have a little guy segment there with my Sportsman's Expo. That was nice. Yes, you're welcome. I I know that meant something to you. So what would you do for love? I would let you talk about man things on my girl podcast. (laughs) No, you know what? It's fine. It's I'm glad that you do it. I'm glad it's an annual trip that you do. And, you know, so you were not happy with my alcohol intake, though. Well, you were wasted. You were drunk. Yeah, but it, it was a little it was a little judgy. 
Because the last thing I said when you walked out the door is, is I said, don't come home drunk because that means you drove. And I told you, I didn't drive. Well, you somehow got your ass home. I would not have blown anything near <laughs> an illegal amount. Buzz driving is drunk driving. Don't you listen to the PSAs? <laughs> no. Well, I'm in radio. Nobody listens to the PSAs. Well, I do. But yes, you're right. I was a little judgy. Absolutely. Because I told you specifically, please don't. Don't drive drunk. I guess I should have specified don't buzz drive. Well, I mean, I wasn't judgy when you did the exact same thing coming home from your draft party. I did not know that I was drunk. Oh my, see, that's even worse. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying, hey, listen, I'm not, I am not saying that I am not guilty of the same thing, uh-huh. but we weren't talking in general. But if you want to compare, that's fine. <laughs> Do you want to go down that road? I'm okay with it. I just, I'm just telling you that you're, you're accusing me of being judgy yesterday and I'm telling you, yes, I was. <laughs> yes, I was. All right. All right. Well, thank you for listening this week uh, for this little hot mess of a show. We appreciate your listens and your downloads and your shares. Follow us on Twitter at The Ugly Truth. You can follow us on Facebook, The Ugly Truth. And uh, if you feel so inclined when you get your tax return, maybe click through our ugly mall and spend your money on Amazon. That'd be awesome. We'd appreciate it. Enjoy your Super Bowl. Um, Although we'll have one more show before the Super Bowl. So uh, but I probably will have some adventurous tales because we will be traveling next weekend. And I'm sure I'll come back with something to discuss in that nature. But uh, get well soon. Ugh. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with The Uglies, then follow them on Twitter, at The Ugly Truth. Friend them at Facebook.com slash Ugly Truth. Or leave comments on our shows at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it.